What is going on, my friends? My name is Parker Andres, DJ of 10 years and host of Behind the Energy Podcast. I've been able to meet some pretty awesome people along the way, and we're bringing them on here to go behind the energy, sharing their stories, lessons learned, and shine light on some of their major milestones. If you're into DJing, the event industry, or entrepreneurship, I think you'll dig the show. I really appreciate you being here with me. Now that we've set the table, it's time to jump right in and get started with today's episode. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 46 of Behind the Energy Podcast. We are digging deep to uh, bring forth the remaining energy, at least I am, <laughs> for this show. Uh, listeners, we had our 10-year celebration last night, and um, we were up super late. Um, I think I went to bed around 4.30 and woke up at 9. So we're we're here making it happen. Um, and I'm in the house with my man, Mr. Shaw, right now. All the way from Columbus, Ohio. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Cleveland, close C- enough. Cle- Cleveland, okay. Close enough. Columbus Cle- is, uh, what it, okay. is what Ohio is known for. No, no one really wants to go to Cleveland. I already, we're not even 60 seconds in and I already butchered. It's all bro. good, man. You're half asleep. Birthday boy. <laughs> so if you're at home, say happy birthday to him. Text him. Wish him happy birthday while you're watching this. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get texts like <laughs> a month and a half from now because this isn't coming out for a little bit. Uh, um, but sorry. we're we're here. We're celebrating. Um, Sabit came from not Col- not Columbus. Uh, oh gosh, <laughs> this is where my my brain's at. My energy levels at um, Ohio to celebrate the ten year celebration and kick it with the Utah DJ squad. Hell yeah, um, that's right. And uh, and of course, while he's in town traveling, uh, we wanted to get him on here to uh, talk about his experience um, as a professional DJ in the event industry as well. Um, so that's kind of where we're at right now. That's right. That's that's where we're at. You got more than four hours of sleep last night, though. Yeah, so you're gonna good. you're gonna lead the conversation. <laughs> so pretty good, actually. Well, actually, the last weekend I had an event. I had two weddings, Friday and then Saturday. Uh, the first day. Damn. Was uh, I left my house around 1 p.m. Didn't get home until 3:30 a.m. Reason How? being is because I had to make sure my trailer was at the next venue for the next day, and I drive an electric car, so I didn't want to have to go back and burn up my electric. So I dropped off my gear at the next venue from venue one on Friday. Yes, you went to venue two. Yes, that same night. Yes, Dro- un- dropped the trailer. Dropped the trailer. Okay. Went home. Charged. Went home. Then I woke up and got to the venue, which is 45 minutes away. I got there at 7.10 in the morning. Why that early? It was Indian weddings, man. Wow. They, they're, a big, they're a big job. Wow. So My goodness. Yeah, so I was there from 7.10 a.m. till about, that wedding ended at 11, but with all the breakdown and everything, I wasn't out of there till about 2 a.m. Respect, bro. So I, I I know what you mean, man. Do they have a Do they have like a designated nap time, like from two to like three thirty? Like you get to go take a nap in I your wish. car. Well, they had a lunch, so we we did uh, stuff ourselves. A lunch, okay. Two ceremonies. Dude. Had a barat parade in the morning. Then they had the wow. cocktail hour reception. Wow. So we did the sound for the for the second ceremony as well. They had a a live quartet. Wow. So mm. so I was there on site all day. Of course, we had to get some dry ice too, so we had to make sure. Do you sure. have the dancing on the clouds, or yeah. dry ice for keeping your equipment 
No, cool. yeah, for the Nimbus. Oh, okay. Correct, okay, correct. Sick, let's go. So, okay. yeah, had to make sure we got that all situated too. So, that was a week ago from yesterday, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so one hell of a weekend. You've charged your batteries, traveled here to Salt Lake, and uh, we had one killer night. Uh, and you, What DJs have you connected with thus far since being in, in Utah? It's absolutely amazing. Uh, when I, mean, I lived here... Like like this weekend though. Oh, this weekend. Yeah, this, this weekend. Um, yeah. Well, I met uh, obviously the gentleman that's going to be on here next from California, Mr. Updike. I uh, met uh, Argus. Argus, yeah. Argus. Yep. That was the first time meeting him. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Obviously, reconnected with a few of the DJ friends mm-hmm. as well. Um. And then just met a bunch of your friends and family, loved ones. Awesome. Yesterday and was, going boating with uh, Jerry. After going boating with Jerry. After this so. Yeah, shout out to Jerry. Yeah, one time shout out to DJ Jerry. <laughs> um, okay, so we're uh, c- like bringing my thoughts together uh, so we can start getting talking about your story. So one hell of a weekend, incredibly long event day, um, probably longer than most, I'd be willing to bet. Um, and since then, recharge the batteries, travel to Salt Lake. Awesome night last night. I uh, already got the workout in. And you got a couple reps in for me, so thank you. I did. Uh, that's not <laughs> extra set of pull-ups for my man over here. I appreciate. It. I can see it, bro. You're gonna rip that shirt. Um, and uh, uh, here until to no tomorrow. You're here until tomorrow, correct? Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Um, so I wanted to take a quick step back uh, and talk about, I guess, how our paths initially crossed um, and what brought you to Utah. Um, were you here for about two years? I was, was here it? for about a year. A actually. year? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It was okay. a quick year. I okay. mean, made a lot of great lifelong okay. friendships, and mm-hmm. obviously, being in the beautiful state of Utah, mm-hmm. enjoying the scenic route, and you know, it's definitely very different from the Midwest. So, and all the people that I've said about Utah to friends and family back home, mm-hmm. they're like, "Why Utah?" They they never would have thought. And so, definitely advocating for. To come to come see this place. Had you been out here prior to moving? First time was my first time. Here. What 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 inside you said? I want to go to Utah. Well, <laughs> actually, I dated a chick, and she moved here for work. Okay, and so I finished up grad school, and uh, I was like, well, I guess I can, you know, fly back pretty often, still continue my business back home, mm-hmm. move out here. You know, had had you know plans, and. I definitely don't regret it. It was it was an amazing experience here, and here we are. You linked up. <laughs> we're here, we're here we're here with with the man, the myth, right? Okay, so you're, you're, you're done with that. <laughs> we um, <laughs> in that year's time though, uh, something I just want to highlight on is like, and Alex, I think we'll talk about this in, in our next episode, but uh, like the the Utah DJ community, um, I feel like you you made a strong effort in terms of like really integrating yourself and connecting with those here in Utah. I think we've got a really supportive community from what I've been told and very much just like, I mean, Cameron's in the house right now. Um, my experience here though, I've only grown up here. Um, I feel like what we have here is something a little unique and special. I feel like you really leveraged yourself in that, that time, that short time frame that you've been here um, to really integrate yourself in the community and grow your company. 
Mm-hmm. Does that sound somewhat right? Like, I mean, I, I definitely agree. Uh, you know, I love I love the atmosphere that you folks have here, and I actually implemented that back in Ohio. Um, I remember talking about this on the yeah, phone. Yeah. I said I'm gonna I'm gonna make that happen, and it's mm-hmm. there's definitely been a huge change to back where we're from. We get together, we do mixed sessions, we mm-hmm. we we do seminars, and, and at least once have a you year. presented or anything? Like, have you done a demonstration? You know, or I, I kind of laid, I kind of laid back. You know, kind of st- 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 sit behind the scenes. Okay. Um, but I did make sure that we try to get together and hmm. and just have that have that family sort of atmosphere. You that's know, dope. we're all in here to have a good time and service our clients, and that's that's what it's about at the end of the day. Hmm. Um, there's no no ego, and I think a lot of people can learn from that. Hmm. We help each other out. We learn from each other, and quite besides. Even the biggest companies that you can even think of. I mean, I know companies in Ohio that are pulling in anywhere from three to five million a year. Like entertainment. Oh, my entertainment. Oh, yeah. Bands, production, DJing. Wow. And that's the thing. They they can't they can't even service all the clients. Like they they can't even service. They can. Okay, I see what you're saying. So okay. When 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 you have a good connection with people, you help each other out, mm-hmm. um, and and that's that's the best thing about it. Mm-hmm. But my goal when when before I moved here, mm-hmm. I didn't know anyone. Of course, mm-hmm. I'm leaving all my friends and family. Mm-hmm. So my goal was, well, I should reach out to the DJ community and make make some friends, mm-hmm. make some lifelong friends, and and that's 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 what happened. And mm-hmm. I and I love it. And I, I talk about all the folks here um, with even my own friends and family back home. Um, it's very, very special, hmm. very much. I love that. So as you're, as you're explaining this, it take me, took me back to, uh, when we first linked up and got lunch at that kind of like pokey, pokey bowl place. Yes. Uh, in, that was my first time having in that. Lehigh. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. 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 Literally like yeah. not cooked fish. Yeah. Pokey bowl. <laughs> poke. 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 Yeah, I, just, I totally butchered that. Hawaiian poke. You're probably, probably cringing <laughs> while you're listening to this right now. Um, <laughs> damn, dude, that's wild. And hold on. what That had to have been three years ago-ish? Yeah. Roughly three Pretty years. close. Okay. Yeah, I think so. So I want to take a step back even further beyond the three years. And I want to talk about your, your journey in terms of building SNS. Um, and, uh, what the initial inspiration was like, what attracted you to music and DJing and then, and then the thought process of like, Hey, I could build this into a company. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I want to talk, so I want to hear about the early days and then we'll take some time to talk about like more of the current and like the destination, the traveling and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to turn it over to you for the next couple of minutes in terms of like the beginning of it all. Sure. Yeah. So I think a lot of people in this inner industry have a lot of things in common. They have a big passion for music. They, you know, it's, it's a nice outlet. Um, it makes people feel good. And so, you know, that's what it started with just loving music and being back in undergrad, I would host parties at my at my house or my apartment, and I just plug in on YouTube, and people would be dancing on tables. How did you promote it? I, I would just I would just I would just go up there and just well, and like, my, and like my word of mouth or flyers or social oh, media. No, like, no, what was oh, it? I played rugby, so mm-hmm. a lot of the like we had the rugby house, we had the you know the rugby apartment, we would call it, mm-hmm. and so 
we would just have a social right at our place right afterwards yeah. or on the weekends we'd pregame at my place. So we'd have like 10, 15 people, mm-hmm. you know, just friends, family, whatever, um, come, come up and visit. And I, I would have a speaker. So mm-hmm. I just plug in. This was before Spotify. This was before Apple music. Wow. So I would just, uh, so downloaded right files there. on like your, your MP3 player or something, right? <laughs> no, actually I, sh- that's the, probably would have been the best way to do it. But I just, uh, I just went on YouTube. I remembered music really well. I was like, okay, I'm going to type in this song. Okay. I think this next song would work before they had ads or yeah. anything well, like uh, that. There might've been some commercials. I don't remember, huh. but I just made Mid-party, it work. Your I just made it work. In, and uh, then yeah. farmer's insurance or whatever. Comes I'm, I'm searching. I'm like, oh shoot. Oh, there's going to be like a four second ad on this. Yeah. YouTube. That's when you fade it down. You're like, yo, how we doing out there, party people? What's up? <laughs> right, right. Yo, you got a drink in your hand? Let's go. Let's, let's get go. two more. <laughs> and then there's this Mexican restaurant that served underage drinkers. So we would go there. We would go there. As yeah, a freshman. So- oh, yeah. I was, a fr- I was like a freshman. And okay. we would go to this place. And they had speakers there. So I'd plug in my phone. And I asked the bartender. Like, they would hey, let I you? plug in my phone. Yeah, they would. They would. Yeah, they would. I was like, okay, cool. I love that. And I, I still have videos on it to this day. So that's where that kind of started. And then fast forward, um, I went to grad school. And so I'm a physical therapist. Mm-hmm. So I went to school for seven years, you know, busting my butt. And hmm. shout out to my man, Gianni. He messaged in our group chat and was like, does anyone want to DJ at this small bar on Thursday night, four hours, hundred bucks? 25 bucks an hour. That was more money than I've ever had because I was a grad student. Wasn't really making any money. Stretched super thin. Yeah. Yeah. This was in uh, 2017, early 2017. Mm-hmm. And I took that gig and that was a big, that was a big step because I was, I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing. So I got Spotify at this time. I got it on my laptop plugged it in, make, I would make playlists. I would do Spotify Mm -hmm. and I just do Spotify. I would just Spotify it Mm -hmm. for six, seven, eight months. Mm -hmm. Every Thursday, people were also dancing on tables, raging. I was putting on Snapchat, Instagram. People were like, do you do weddings? Do you do bars? Do you do? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, let's make it happen. Let's do it. So Johnny really opened that door for you. He did. He really did. And I'm going to send him this podcast because I don't know if he'll, he's not in the industry at all. So I'm going to send it to him. So what I appreciate was, that. What was his connection to this, this club bar? Oh, he went there for undergrad. Uh, he he went, went there. Uh, he went to that school. Went to that school. In undergrad. So it was a small, tiny bar. Oh, okay. Okay. So just, local home, small hometown. It's probably like somewhere like Logan, Utah, super North, <laughs> like nowhere, farmland, whatever. There's nothing going on. <laughs> kind of like it's kind of like there the where I went to school okay. in Ohio mm-hmm. so that's where it kind of so started so if you're a college student you know about this spot or you've probably been there if then. you went to the college okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. but if, yeah. if you were in the neighboring city you wouldn't even know about that bar okay because okay. it's so small okay so you were regularly starting to do work there mm-hmm. and it was organizing on Spotify and playing to the crowd there mm-hmm. um, and then you started getting inquiries for private events and weddings that's it okay and so it's where it snowball from there I bought bought equipment. Um, you know, shout out to my mom as well hmm. because I was going to take a loan uh, loan out for my equipment, and she's like, "Well, we can sign up for this zero percent APR credit card hmm. for for a year, no interest." And she's she 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 had faith in me, and hmm. she's the next main reason where this is this is turned into a business. Hmm. 
Uh, it, yeah. Be, because she believed in you and helped you exactly. get set up there. Exactly. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. That's, um, in a, in a way, like very similar. I, I, re- I read that on the, on the flyer. Yeah, bro. I, I, I bought, I, hmm. I typed up this like three page, like business plan. That's 16 way to do it. And, um, like, I mean, it was so off. There was no market research, nothing, but, um, I did that. And then I saved a thousand, saved up a thousand dollars working at Cafe Rio. Mm -hmm. And then I said, you know, mom and dad, like, I want to do this. And that thousand dollar benchmark and that submission, if you will, was like the, the, the confirmation, like, all right, Parker, we know you're invested. And then they helped me get set up with a loan and I just paid that off. Like, you know, in a month when I didn't have an event or I only had one event, like I just used my cafe Rio money to pay that. And so, um, very similar, uh, like in terms of like support from parents and like that initial first purchase of speakers. It's too. a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dude, that day, dude, that's probably one of the highlights too. When you first get the, the new speakers and you get that smell and they haven't even, there's no it. oil, there's no dust, there's no still dense, remember it. Oh my gosh. I remember <laughs> my buddy, Pat that I was went, went to school with, he had a Jeep and I had a little sedan, hmm. which, which is funny because I was able to haul all my gear and one of my subs in my sedan. I was finagling it in the front, front seat of my Volkswagen 2008 Volkswagen Let's GLI. Go. Let's go. <laughs> I was able to fit it perfectly in. No, hmm. not really a scr- no scratches, but barely fit it in and it worked. Hmm. Two tops, controller, hmm. mics, whatever, facade, whatever I needed stands and that's it we're ready to roll we're ro- rocking so that's a, that's that's awesome because people people in your life are, are the reason why you had that 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 go, get-go mm-hmm. that jump start mm-hmm. is what you needed start with mom and dad though. that's yeah. right yeah um I, I i'm I'm curious uh what was the conversation in your head like or the thought process in terms of so you're transitioning to doing more private events but more specifically transitioning into mixing more as a DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, because like this is very high level, but I think song selection and timing are like the number one priority. And then the mixing falls next in line, if you will. And the MC. Very much. I agree. hundred um, percent. What, what was kind of like your thought process when you're like, yo, yo, like I'm doing this more regularly. Uh, I want to learn how to mix or like, I want to, I want to do it physically on a deck or on, on turntables or on a mm-hmm. controller. Like what was that like for you? And, and when did that come in line as you started doing more private events? Great question. Yeah. Cause when I, my first event was in November, 2017, I didn't know how to mix. I just knew music well. And so I just do my best. Um, and luckily, you know, like you know that's how i got by for a while and then you know just teaching myself how to mix mm-hmm. and i think what what i did learn was eventually i got it i learned i got it down but i was not transitioning in and out at the right times of the song maybe i'd cut it too short or mm-hmm. and so that was my problem and so during covid i i really worked on that a lot i i worked on that a ton what does what does that mean for you like, I'm, I'm sure I, I could I, piece that together, but yeah, like for the I, listeners and someone yeah, who's not a DJ, like what does that mean? It, it's very important because you want to be able to not only know what to play, but it's how you play it. 
right? Mm-hmm. It's how you mix it together, how you curate that that art. Because I can go back and play top ten songs, top twenty songs of each each year at a wedding or at a party at an event, but that's that's just not how it works. The beauty behind DJing is creating a, a nice wave of sets mm-hmm. or uh, depicting on, on, on the type of art and the, what, how you want to communicate with the crowd, right? You want to obviously read the crowd is the best, is what makes, really makes a DJ mm-hmm. is knowing you're in a room full of strangers. What is going to make them enjoy what you have mm-hmm. to offer? Mm-hmm. And so that's what mixing helps with. Because if you play three, four minutes Two minutes, two and a half minutes, three minutes, three and a half minutes, four minutes into a song, every song. Unfortunately, people people will get bored, mm-hmm. and so you do do need to know how to mix, mm-hmm. and so transition out. Mm-hmm. You can transition very quickly. You can play a minute of a song. You could play fifty seconds of a song, go into the next song, or you could pl- ride it out for another two 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 and a half minutes, and then bring in another track. It's just it mm-hmm. depends on what what type of song how's the crowd feeling if they're enjoying that song mm-hmm. you know you definitely don't want to cut them out too right or or if you want to and, and be an a-hole about it it's up to you it, so what i'm collecting right now is like <laughs> your transitions generally range um like it could be a super quick like fast hit or you know depending on the song you might play it quite a bit longer mm-hmm. i was going to ask you like do you tend to range on more of the quick quicker mixing or like somewhere in between or does it really range depending on the song and the crowd? I think it ranges between the sound and the crowd. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, sorry, I'm going to step back once more. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't clear in my question. In terms of working on your craft and your mixing during the pandemic, sure. what did that look like? What does that mean for you? I'm Again, I'm sure I can assume and piece that together. But like for people who are not DJs, um, and maybe interested in DJing or just interested in, in your work, what we're doing here. What does working on your mixing mean? Well, not only does it service our clients. But like, like, like the physical, like, like oh, for what, self- what, what are you doing? That Does that make sense? Oh, how what am I doing it? Like, yeah. how, what am I doing to, to, to prove? Yes, to sharpen the blade. Gotcha, yes. gotcha. When you got your headphones on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, go put a crate down, drag mm-hmm. and drop. 15, 20, 30 songs that you really enjoy and just master that. Master all those songs. And once you get that down, then challenge yourself a little bit. Don't even use your folders. And for those that don't know, in the software, they're called crates. They're they're essentially folders. And we create a crate or folder of different genres, different songs, certain events, whatever. Go to the go to all through all your music and just go from top to bottom. Start than, start, start with sixty sixty BPMs and work your way up, hmm. and and see and make your own mashes. Right, that's another way to rather than like sticking in a in a particular crate or playlist, venturing out and just like even just scrolling in random songs mm-hmm. and incorporating those in your mixing. Yeah, okay, and, and then working on timing. So then figure out a song. Uh, you know, if you got a, if you're listening to a song, uh, Mia by Drake, uh, you're playing a song, you want him to finish his verse, you want him to finish the chorus, find out a part of the song that you want to transition out, uh, when you think would be the best part. 
So that would be the best way to sharpen your skills too. And then use that next song for the timing wise. So that's, I think that's what I did was because I would cut it out maybe a little too early, a little too late, or there would be a little gap in between each of the transitions. Mm. So maybe I try to go lyric on lyric of the next song or, you know, different, different techniques on that, and that aspect to try to sharpen that. I think the word timing in terms of DJing is so applicable in so many, many ways, conversations, topics in my, in my time, (laughs) just mixing with friends and like having mixed sessions or like trying to like share, share some thoughts or techniques. Timing consistently comes up as like one of the number one, if not the number one topics. How did you begin to understand the importance or the importance of timing or like when or how did it click for you that I need to transition here at this point in the song and not four seconds before or four seconds after? So I had a great, uh, great conversation. Shout out to my, my buddy, DJ Justin, uh, Dynasty AVE out of DC, one of the most prestigious companies in the, in the entire, entire country. Do you know Justin's last name by chance? Justin, man. I should know your last name, but I don't. Uh, so I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Put yeah, no, you're good. I'm just curious if I knew. Anyways, no, no, he's a, he's an Indian DJ out of uh, DJ Indian MC out of DC. But I had a great conversation with him, and this is what made it click in my mind: mm-hmm. is that each song that you listen to between the intro mm-hmm. and the drop, or the mm-hmm. intro and the lyrics, mm-hmm. most of the time is 16 count. So that's what helped me. And after, from the beginning of the chorus to the end of the chorus, mm-hmm. usually around 16 beats as well. 16 or 32, yeah. Or yeah, 32, yeah. right? Yeah. So you chop it up as you will. Mm-hmm. You want to perform the timing where if you want to do a four-second count, okay, no, that went four seconds before that next drop. You want to cue up your next song and then have four seconds or four beats mm-hmm. into the next song. And that's what clicked for me. Mm. And sometimes I'll mix it up. I'll I'll mix it in at eight seconds. Maybe I'll do four. Maybe so, I'll do all sixteen. It just depends on the song. The song, the song that you're mixing out has, let's say, it has eight counts left. Eight eight mm-hmm. bars left. Eight counts left. The song you're bringing in, you have a cue point set at eight counts eight prior seconds. to where the the first verse starts, mm-hmm. or like the build up starts. Exactly. Okay. All right. Awesome. Yeah, and so that's, understanding that's what clicked the, for the me. Break, the structure in terms of counts is what made it click for you? Yes, and that okay. was the conversation I had with my buddy Justin because mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't have a clue. And sometimes you would bring in a song and it'd be like, you know, there's some beats, there's some beats going and, and it drops and cool. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can get by doing that. But I think if you want to perform, mm-hmm. just like what you did last night, man, the whole night, I got. I had to like. <laughs> I had to pull up some of the clips from this. Can I do that real quick? I mean, I I don't know if they'll be able to see it, but like, it's I, it's okay, bro. Man, all right. <laughs> it's well, okay. It's okay. make sure you go on his Instagram we'll, and uh, we'll when this when this documentary comes out, hmm. it was nuts. Hmm. It was that's, nuts. That's, that's, it was such a good time. It's a good time. And this guy, uh, to, to this the, guy is the best <laughs> DJ. No, I know. No, him no. and Jerry are the absolute best DJs I know. Dude, I gotta, say, I gotta introduce you to some friends of mine. <laughs> well, obviously you don't know your own skill. I, because I appreciate that, bro. Thank you. I, I, I could say that with complete honesty, man. Thank you. you. 
you you you're away with on the turntables the the creativity <laughs> um of course the flawless mixing and you know I, I i've learned a lot even from you thank, thank I you have. bro i have i remember listening to mixes yeah yeah i i remember it um i i wanted to jump back to counting because i i, I love I love that your friend took the time to help you really understand that. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a really good friend. Mm -hmm. Um, Justin, I haven't met, met him, but that's awesome. Um, you now with your mixing talent, your, your level right now. And like what I was doing last night performing, you're, you're counting constantly, even though you don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I mean, you, you begin to listen to the songs, the really popular ones, like, and you know the structure of it just because you listen to it so frequently. But um, like where you're at as a DJ, as a performer, and where I'm at, like constantly counting, constantly counting. And like, I'm not even thinking about it just because like, you know, there's that rep repetition. But like when you, when you first are introduced to the idea you're like, oh my God, this is, this is, what, what are you talking about? Like, like I, I remember now. trying to tell my friend about like the, the 32 count, 32 count structure, the 64 count, like. Sounds uh, like gibberish. It, it does. And, and, and like, it makes it sound so complicated, but it's truly not once you, once you begin to identify the structure in most songs. Mm -hmm. Obviously not all songs are the same, but most follow that 32, 64 count Exactly. Structure. And when you can't, yeah. then you can, then you can work it. You can be creative with it, hmm. you know? There's there's many different things you can do that's a little more advanced level. Um, getting that timing right with the uh, extra extra things you can do to to make it smooth. Mm -hmm. uh, and as Russ says it, it's like putting uh, shoes in a dryer. You like you don't want that. Right? That's how Russ you don't want time. <laughs> I love that analogy. Oh, bro, it's dude, so funny. As a DJ, when I when I either do that on accident or when I hear that, I just yeah, cut out, cut take, out real take quick. Take a deep breath and nice. then. No one heard it. Oh, cut it out. <laughs> and yeah, I actually did that. I did that uh, last night. I came in, I think, eight or 16 counts too early. But mm -hmm. I didn't bring the volume up all the way. So then I looped it and I backspinned it out mm -hmm. um, to like soften the mistake. And then I brought it in. But when I brought it in the next time at the right time, mm -hmm. um, I brought it in with full volume. So it came in and, you know, it sounded a lot more intentional. Yeah. Um, Speaking of timing, I'm going to transition the topic of conversations because our timing for the shows uh, or the episodes wrapping up here shortly. Um, I want to talk about more current status of SNS. I want to talk about traveling because um, you've done events in how many states now? Um, I think uh, at this point, seven or eight states. Do you realize how, how dope that is? It's and how it, how how big of a like it's amazing accomplishment and and like the level of responsibility that requires. It's very much. <laughs> I haven't even done it, but like that's just my assumption. Yeah, uh, yeah. I yeah. think I think I think we're in seven different states and two different countries. Two different countries. Mm -hmm. That's so dope. Yeah. Oh my! Did you get the spin out of the country? I did. Like, like not not the team. You you no, got to do those, those yeah events? yeah. We did an event at Punta Cana, and then we uh, went to Mexico, Cancun. I saw some of those photos. Yeah. And we're going to Vallarta this year. Dude. And it's uh it's a blessing, man. It's mm. a, it's great. It, it, this is, this is a part where all your hard work, all those times where you choose your heart also in life, you, you pick your heart. You can, you can work very hard and at a job that you, you may like, you may not like, 
or you work hard as an entrepreneur, your own businessman. Mm-hmm. I never would have thought in a million years I'll be DJing full time and running a production and, and a entertainment company. Mm-hmm. This is it's special, and and I enjoy every moment of it, and even with the stressful times. Mm-hmm. My mind's moving a million miles an hour. You you have gone through many years of of schooling as well. And you have a career here elsewhere, and you're still doing that as well. Yeah, just addition, up until recently, actually. Did you make a like a kind of a bigger pivot? Well, I love what I do, my daytime job as a physical therapist. Uh-huh. But I think I'll still be working here and there, helping uh-huh. out helping out patients because that's a that's a big fulfillment in my life as well. More one on one, or mm-hmm. like like individual clients. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, just here and there, but. You know, being in this business, you have to put everything, and that's that's what it takes. It requires a lot. Yeah. And to, to be able to be successfully booking events in different states outside of the country, what, year and a half, maybe even two years in advance right now? Close to that? Yeah. We, we just, we have leads at the end of 2023 right now. Wow. Um, nothing in 2024, hmm. but we, we're, we're, we're filling up. Yeah, we're, it's it's going great. That's a lot on your plate. Something that I I feel like I've I've collected and noticed from you is just your ability to um, scale and think think big picture and accomplish that. Because you said 2017 is when you started playing at that club. Uh, November 2017 was my first formal birthday party event. Okay. Um, and then I started that summer. Uh, I believe yeah, it was earlier that summer. Was that at the bar? At the bar. Okay. Mm-hmm. So summer 2017. Mm-hmm. Bro, that growth in five years. Yeah, five years. Because it's summer 22 right now. Mm-hmm. Is insane. Yeah. Like, like straight up. Yeah. Uh, That's a, a it's lot a, of responsibility. It's amazing. <laughs> and a lot of, a lot of uh, relationships you've built to be able to successfully pull off, you know, high caliber events in different states. That's impressive. What, what, okay. So, sorry. One, one quick question in terms of traveling. For doing a destination event, um, in another state, what's one thing that you've learned that you, you would recommend to a DJ doing that for their first time? Like, is it something to consider time-wise? Is it something to consider packing? Um, is it something completely out of the box that you never would have thought of? Is my question making sense? Yeah, it does. Uh, you want to be very careful, uh, especially if you're going to be in-state versus out-of-state, um, out-of-country, for that matter. Uh, you want to make sure you pack up the the basic essentials, of course. So I, I brought some extra cabling. If I need to bring like a, a three or four foot XLR, if I need to bring some RCA to three point five millimeters, mm-hmm. uh, just just in case. Um, of course, bringing you want to make sure your gear and you're all ready to go. Um, I definitely recommend doing site visits, especially if you can make it happen. Like so, flying out com- completely set like on yeah. a completely separate day. Months separate day. Prior. Oh yeah, wow. months before. Do wow. I do that for Respect. my clients? I'll I'll come back and I'll do a site visit. Respect. I'll make sure I see the layout, um, and we will make sure that we're ready. And if I've, of course, hire someone local, support another small business, someone that's uh, that you can trust to do your production. And, and how and stuff. how have you kind of tapped into those markets? Found the people that's going to be reliable and do a great job for this the production, the sound, and the lighting. Because you're not for the listeners. 
nine times out of 10, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that a destination traveling DJ is not going to be bringing their gear, anything more than the backup cables and maybe a controller and your laptop. Very much. Uh, uh, how are you finding those people that are supporting you with the sound and the lighting of the production for the night? Yeah, a couple of different ways. I'll, I'll reach out to some other DJs that travel a lot as well. Um, I will, uh, I, I know quite a few DJing companies in, in many of the States already mm-hmm. just with networking. Mm-hmm. So I will, you know, they're, they're my go-tos. I'll, yeah. I'll reach out to them. Um, in Mexico and, and Dominican, uh, they usually use anywhere from two to two to four different production companies. Of course, like Encore is a big one. Um, what is on- weddings by Encore? Okay, um, th- that's the big AV company. But hmm. the clients will work with them directly, and I will give them a direction on what they need. Oh, really? Uh, I'll go through their guide of the you know the document that they send over to the them. Rider, mm-hmm. it's my rider. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my my uh, my hotel's got to have the the dopest gym because I got to get my workout in the morning. Hell yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the requirement. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing is oh. is health man uh, yeah. take care take care of your health that's being in this industry topic, oh man that's a whole we can, we can talk we could talk for another hour yeah. on that and of sorry, course continue. i'm a physical therapist so i yeah i have to be walk the walk and talk to talk right mm-hmm. i got to be able to discuss th- those type of things that's my next thing in this industry i want to do is uh bring that to the table more wellness wellness I aspect that, bro yeah hmm. i know you're a big dreamer and i mean just when we're talking on the phone like and then maybe two months ago, just talking about like this weekend and whatnot, like just talking big ideas and um, to see what you've done in five years is is honestly so impressive. I appreciate that. You, you got two years on me, three years on me. Yeah, I'm 28. You got one. Oh my God, bro. I got to catch up. You got one. This guy's been in business for ten ten years, doing seven hundred plus events. But that's a that's a round of applause right there, man. Traveling to different states yet, dude. That's it. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter as long you provide exceptional service. You're in business. You had all the love in that room yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was just I've never seen anything like it. I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. I've never seen anything like it. Of course, the production was lovely. I really enjoyed everything, but the connection that you made with those folks there. Um, you were, you were, you definitely have something great there. There's all those people in the room cared about you. They were there to support you on a Saturday night. You know, I, I think that's, that's something to say. That's something to be proud of as well. And growing a, a business, that's, that's, that's one of the biggest leap of faith. And one of the most gut wrenching things you can ever do in your life is uh, taking on that task because that's I think in my opinion that's one percent top one percent hmm. is going off on your own. You could always have security elsewhere mm-hmm. and with a job, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, growing that sort of business and all the love in the room and all the events you've done with the parties, high school parties, weddings, corporate events. Man, you're doing it, man, and and I envy that. So it doesn't even matter. <laughs> even, if, even if you DJ you. in one city, five cities, hmm. or anywhere else, it doesn't matter. Hmm. But as long as you're providing that service and quality and uh, making those memories happen, bringing that live energy, that's Damn all that matters, baby. man. That's Thank all you, that matters. So Thank you. I appreciate right. that. I appreciate you having me on here, man. Thank you. The, the, Thank you. The pleasure is mine. I'm... I, 
the fact that you're as busy as you are as an entrepreneur and a DJ and that you would take a weekend to fly out and sacrifice that weekend of, you know, paying, paying your monthly bills or investing in more equipment. Like that means a lot. And I know, you know, you're having fun and meeting some more of the cats and connecting with the DJs, but like straight up, thank you. I, I told um, Kev, Austin, Dev, I'm like, I just want to give you guys like an extra, extra thank you because, because there, there is a lot of opportunity. I mean, yes, they're on the team, but like every single DJ that said they were going to be there um, and, and be there for the event ended up booking an event mm -hmm. and like, don't get me wrong. That kind of, that, that kind of sucks. Like that was kind of shitty for me, but I also recognize and understand that like, this is a Saturday in the prime wedding season of the year. Yeah, and June so 25th, and, and, and if yeah. this is, if this is, if this is your full-time job, how you're providing for your family, how you're paying your mortgage, like I understand that to a level and I respect that. So, um, what I'm trying to say is thank you for being here. It's, it's so dope. And it's my um, pleasure, man. I, I knew, I knew I wouldn't be able to miss it and I'm, I'm glad to hear support you. I mean, it's, it's an incredible journey and I knew it was going to be a good time. And of course, another, another reason to come see you guys. I wouldn't miss it for sure. Where can the people find you? Check out more about SNS and all the good stuff. Yeah. If you'd like to check us out, follow along the journey. We do, uh, and, and mainly the South Asian wedding industry allows me to travel. So that's a, that's a great niche to have. So yeah. try to find a niche, uh, in whatever you do, sure. whatever you do in life sure. doesn't have to be entertainment related, but where's um, your lane? Where's your groove? Exactly. Um, but yeah, if you want to check us out, uh, my company is, uh, at S S P R O D entertainment. So check it out, follow along. Of course, we'll follow you back and, um, yeah. SS is for the initials, correct? Yes. Okay. I want to make sure that's my initials. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought I knew that, but for a second there, I'm like, did I just totally get this wrong the whole time? Holy shit. You didn't botch where I, where I'm from, but it's all Not Columbus. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a destination episode of Behind the Energy podcast. And I actually remember we are on episode 46 right now. Uh, season what three season three this is season three season baby. three that's amazing so, man I, I i i love that you've done this thank this you. is great thank you this is pretty this is pretty dope it's it's been a one hell of a journey and um like it's definitely grown but i i'm stoked to to have like steve aoki and and those kind of guests on here only in a matter of time and yeah you can get caked on here Get, uh, in your own studio. Oh, shoot. We'll be baking cakes <laughs> to Stevie Oki. Uh, but that's not going to happen on this episode, folks. We'll catch you next week um, for episode 47 of Behind the Energy Podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, muchas gracias. Namaste. Until next time, hasta luego. That is a wrap. Thank you for listening and going behind the energy with me. If you loved it, thumbs up it. You can follow me on social media at Parker Andres. And check us all out at bringingtheenergy.com. As for now, we are signing off. And I'll catch you next week for another episode. Peace.